0: Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. This is the 2022 Last Row Movie Awards starting in 2023. If you're looking for our website, the Follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod, Instagram at thelastrowpod, check our Facebook page out, and if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify. Hit the subscribe button and you'll get all of our episodes delivered directly to your podcast app free of charge. What's you really not bad way.
1: You kind really good at that. You know, it's <laughs> Smooth.
0: <laughs> I don't know if
1: anybody pays attention to that, but but I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. I forgot to mention yeah. YouTube too. Check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe there as well. I think YouTube is a, is another channel that we are trying to add our show to. Again, free of charge.
1: Check mm. us out. Thank you. It's good to be here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back for another award show. Second annual. I, I I had fun with last year's
0: awards, and I think as we go through these, we'll go over what last year's winners were, but. I'm excited. I think we did a lot of great movies this year. I can't wait to get into this. We got twelve categories, but I think before we do that let's just let's touch on twenty twenty two a little bit here i wanna i wanna ask you similar to what we did back in twenty twenty one and for twenty twenty what are you most thankful for for another year of consistently consistently releasing some
1: podcasts here? Do you have anything at the top of your mind? thankful to be alive, you know live and still breathing podcast is breathing you know be on life support a bit but it's breathing no just kidding we're thriving (laughs) we're thriving and i'm appreciative of all the the people that have stuck around and all of the new people that have joined the show
0: yeah we we would be we would be remiss if we do not thank you the amazing audience and amazing listeners that we have everybody that left us a five-star review this past year thank you for sticking with us thanks for hitting the subscribe button thanks for listening to us ramble about you know random action movies yeah. and all the crap that we talk about.
1: You, you, you know that like bands and like they're on tour and they're on concert and they go, oh, without you, there'd be no, sh- there'd yeah. be no us, there'd be no show. Well, without us, there'd be no show too. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, not to, not to belittle the fans because well, obviously we're thankful, but you know, without you, especially Drew, there would be no show.
0: So. Well, without you too, so, my so friend. Good job. And so I'm good thankful job. for you. I said that last year. I say it again every year and I mean it. Without you, there would be no show, and I am happy to be here. I think we had a whole another year of some really, really fun stuff. What about this past year? Was there a favorite episode that you did? I think we also asked this last year too. What was your favorite episode of twenty twenty two that that we did this past
1: year? It's always hard because they're all gold, right? Like every single one. Every single just, one, right, is the best one yet.
0: So, <laughs> best one,
1: best one yet. So yeah, two that stick out to me are one one is big. I just loved the diving into the the Josh Baskins character and the idea of of a 13, 12 year old boy going out into the business world, touching boobs and and uh <laughs> learning fight, fighting fighting bigwigs, right? And uh, basketball court. yeah. And also, uh, I thought the Lost Boys episode was really fun just because it's just such a ridiculous premise. Had a great villain. Uh, love love the whole David aspect, the Michael. Great Michael. Yeah. Just the uh, two ridiculous movies that we can really get away with barely talking about the plot of the movie. Those those yeah. are the episodes that I like.
0: I had a lot of fun with Predator Month too. I think that was one of my favorite things because we got a chance to do the first one and then the second one. And I think it was one of the first times that we had done sort of a, a movie and then the sequel within the same, yeah, you know, a two theme. episode span. Yeah. And I loved the big episode. That was just a lot of fun. I love Joss Baskin. I love Tom Hanks. I love all those characters. And, you know, kind of an underrated one for me also was our Heartbreak Kid one. I, I really had fun. That was a movie that I'm always looking forward to watching. And if yeah. you guys haven't listened to that, go check it out in the back catalog. Uh, what about at the end of at the end of last year we said what are things that you know you want to do more of this year? So I went back and I took a tally and I think there was a few things oh. that we said. Let let's rate ourselves on some of these things. So fact checking us. Uh, so, yeah, no. you know one of the things that you had suggested was more horror movies. Do you feel like we delivered on that or or you you got what you wanted out of that?
1: Yeah, we did. Final Destination. We did Scream. We did Lost Boys. So that's yeah. It's three. Usually we do we do one or zero? In I year, like so. that. Yeah. I
0: like that. I thought they were fun and, and we've always said this on the show, these aren't movies that I'm gonna go rush out to watch, but if somebody else asked me to watch it, I'll watch it. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't have watched Scream or Final Destination if we hadn't done it for this show, because I just wouldn't think to watch it. And I had a lot of fun with those too. Same with Lost Boys too. I thought that was a really fun one.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know, some people argue is Predator a horror movie or not. You could uh, argue I, it. Maybe two more than one. Yeah. But still. It's I mean like I think a stalker should, should, movie. Yeah. I think we should do more. We should do more.
0: I I'm down with that. Uh, you had also said sexy thrillers. Do you feel like we did enough of
1: those? No, I don't think we did any sexy thrillers in 2022.
0: So we got we to we, add some more.
1: I want to do wild things. Uh, we got to, we got we to gotta get that movie on. That's a wild great things, one. Wild Things, Cruel Tensions.
0: Is there any others that you could think of?
1: Uh, Fatal Attraction is the other one. Uh, but I'm sure there's, there's plenty more out there. We just, we got to do them. We got to get back to, you know, Fifty Shades style, you know, sexy movie, sexy thrillers. We got to, we got to get the <laughs> romance back. And you know, uh the, the thrilling romance, not the not the comedy romance.
0: The other one that we had talked about, I think, since episode one of doing this was we well last year we said we wanted to do another Seagal movie, but Exit Wounds, that was mm-hmm. one that we had talked about wanting to do, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that we also did that one. But yeah. there's one that we did not do that you specifically asked for, mm-hmm. and I I wanna ask you, are you sure you still wanna do this one? Do you remember what it was?
1: Yeah, it was Waterworld and uh yeah. You asked me if I was sure, and I thought about it the whole year, and I've decided that yes, you yes, we need sure. to do Waterworld. I, I, <laughs> I think it's probably a good movie, and everyone's everyone's shitting on it for no good reason.
0: In the year that we almost transition our show name to 100 or less, because we mm-hmm. want to do movies that are 100 minutes or less. This is like a 700 minute movie that. Yeah, I we'll we'll see people. We'll see if Fatway regrets his his decision. I'm down to do it. I'm down to watch. it. I don't
1: think you are. I think you're going to veto it because you don't want to watch a movie that's three hours. <laughs>
0: If Zack Snyder did not direct it, you know, no. don't sign me up. No, I, I've seen this movie. I like it. I'll watch it. I'll, no. I'll be down for it. So, anyway, without further ado, let's get into the get to it. the awards here. You know, we do. You want to describe the the the, the process for the people here? Because we did this last year, but if you're new to the show, this is this is probably your first time listening to this. Tell tell the people what this is about.
1: Yeah, this is just awards based on the movies that we uh, reviewed or or broke down specifically in the year 2022. Movie uh M T V movie award style, yeah, you know, not too serious, kind of have our own weird categories. And the process basically goes we just sit on a zoom and we go, Okay, what should we do? What movies <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly what we did.
1: Yeah, and that's what we did. Like so, two hours um, ago. Yeah, so we'll 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 run down the nominees, do some honorable mentions, and then uh, you know, argue over who should be the winner and ultimately come to a decision on who the winner is. <laughs>
0: We'll we'll put out a we'll put out a people's I, I we we mentioned we'll put out a people's listener choice poll here too. We have a, a Google Doc we'll put in and, and we'll see what you guys think and you know you get the chance to vote in and we'll read out what the winners are at some point in the future here. But let's just go through these. I think there's twelve awards. Uh why don't you introduce the first one? Well maybe we could trade off and then we can yep. go through it that way.
1: All right, so number one, the letterboxed. Is it good? But okay. did you like it? Movie awards. Too low. Too low. <laughs> Basically, what is this one? So it basically boils down to a movie that was poorly reviewed because we do a mix of poorly reviewed and classics that, you know, like we can't have Terminator in this category. So it's it's movies that were that are considered bad or poorly reviewed that were better than they that that, that, that they were scored. So um, shall I uh, run down the list or should I? OK, so last year's uh, winner was Rockstar. Yes, way too Qu- low. Quintessential too low a uh, uh, movie. So way too low. Yeah, yeah. Mark Mark <laughs> Wahlberg that that award just sitting on his mantle. You know,
0: he's got that. That's probably more displayed than yeah. any award that he has, in my opinion. Actually,
1: with yeah, we should probably give it to Dominic West more than more than Mark Wahlberg. It's probably a <laughs> Dominic West's mantle. Yes, yeah, so.
0: it is. No, uh, yeah. Go go yeah. for it. Read the read yeah. the nominees here. So the
1: nominees are The Butterfly Effect mm. with a thirty four percent Rotten Tomato, mm. The Heartbreak Kid with the twenty nine percent low short circuit two, 38% way too low too disrespectfully low <laughs> son-in-law 21% surprisingly way too low that is
0: way low I know yeah. we said it on the episode itself but that's I'm still shocked
1: you know what movie this is a movie that will shock you the rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> yeah. it shocked me let me tell yeah. you when you see the score it will rock you to your core <laughs> no uh, honorable mention goes to Terminator Predator Home Alone and Big those are the four kind of big movies that were just too good for this category. Too good. We, we wanted to mention them, too good. Too good. So uh, what do you think? Uh, opening thoughts. Man, I, these are
0: some good ones here because I feel like when I think about this kind of award, just like we talked about last year with Rockstar, I think about the kind of movie that when you tell somebody to watch this movie, they're like, really? Rockstar? Like, really? And then you can say, yeah, it's, it's too low. It's too low. Like the, and then it's that kind of movie. So the, the first one that really stands out to me and the one that I just is calling to me Short Circuit 2 because I feel mm. like it's it's a much better movie and people will be like, why the hell you want to watch that? But I also feel like Heartbreak Kid is an interesting one too. But yes. my gut goes towards Short Circuit 2 because I feel like it's just too low. It's too yeah. low.
1: Yeah, it's it's probably better than the first one, I feel. And I'm, people might blame me for that or people might not even care because what is Short Circuit? But <laughs> All the Short Circuit fans out there. Now, Heartbreak Kid is a legitimately great uh, romantic comedy but people might get turned off by Ben Stiller. Some people are not Ben Stiller fans, which True. surprises me, but it's 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 he's a he's a personality and he might not like his humor, so I can kind of get that to the side. Butterfly effect is very dark and depressing, and I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. You know, you have to like know the person, right? But you're right, Short Circuit 2 is the kind of movie you could recommend to anyone. You know, it's a family friendly movie. Mm-hmm. It's a has a, a robot with a personality. Who's who's not gonna like? Who's not gonna? Yeah. Like it?
0: I, I agree because I was thinking son-in-law too, but similar to what you said about Ben Stiller, yeah, Holly Schwartz obviously Short. a very polarizing
1: actor. But but could you believe how good of a job he did at legitimately acting in that yes. movie? He was good. Right? He yeah. was
0: really good. And I, you were right about the honorable mentions. Those movies are just too good, mm-hmm. but. I kind of want to give it to Short Circuit 2 here. I don't know if you disagree. My second one would be Heartbreak Kid, but I agree with what you said about yeah. Ben Stiller. I feel like the polarizing nature of him as an actor, whereas right. Short Circuit 2 has more for everybody. That that yep. would be my vote. I don't know yeah. what yours is. I think
1: I think we're in agreement. I think it's Short Circuit 2, and I know you, people are like, oh, you're crazy, Short Circuit 2. No, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and watch it. It's a legitimately great family movie. Just, you know, let I mean, I'm biased. Johnny is my favorite robot of all time, so maybe I'm biased. And
0: we, we were interacting with a guy on, on Instagram that, that has like a replica Johnny five, like I'll put a link in the show notes, but man, mm-hmm. that guy did an amazing job yep. with re- recreating Johnny five as a robot. It actually works. It's incredible. Yep.
1: So, so yeah, once again, surprisingly good. Go see it. Short circuit two. It's better than you think.
0: Is it good? Yes. Did you like it? But did yes. you like it? Hell yes. Is it too low? Hell yeah. Hell yes. So, all right. So, okay. So Short Circuit 2 is the winner of that. I I definitely would agree with with that on there. Okay. So number two, the second award is the Leave It in the Past Too High Bad Nostalgia Award. So this is the kind of one where I think last year we had Three Ninjas. I believe we had a couple of these that were nominated, but Three Ninjas was the one that won. And I think we went into these thinking oh, Three Ninjas is a great movie. Like, oh, I can't wait to watch it again. Sure. And then when you watch it, you think, too high. <laughs> a little too high. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not as good as you remember. Leave it so, in the past. Yep. Yeah, leave it in the past. I mean, maybe we don't really, I've seen that. I'm good. I don't think Ooh. I need to watch that again. Is there anything right. you want to say about that before we go through the nominees? Because I, I feel like that's my criteria for when I look at these.
1: Yeah, there's certain movies that they're they're better off. Like if, if they're hard to find or like, oh man, like why isn't, Three ninjas streaming anywhere, right? Or something like that. It's like, there's, yeah, there's a, maybe there's a reason why. <laughs> the <laughs> only exception is sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, exception. sidekicks. There, yeah.
0: There's, there's one that might fit this bill. Maybe we didn't watch it, but I want to. It's like Super Mario Brothers. Like that's yeah, one where I really want to watch it. it. Yeah. But it's probably because it's left in the past. Ooh. It's too high. Yeah. You know, maybe it's some bad mm. nostalgia. But anyway. So, all right. So nominees for this one Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Mm. Number two, Invincible. Number mm. three, Johnny Mnemonic. And number four, this is a controversial one here. Bad yeah. way.
1: Mm-hmm. This is controversial. Like, you Got to fill out the ballot. You have to.
0: Batman Returns. That's yeah. going to piss a lot of people off. But sure. It's it's on the list for a reason. And and you know, do you want to tell your? What are your thoughts? Like what what what, yeah. what calls to you?
1: So I think Batman the Batman Returns is on the list only because people just remember it with such in such high regard because it's it's the last Burton movie. It's the, it's you know it's Michael Keaton. It's like, oh man, those are the glory days of Batman, right? But on a rewatchability scale, it's it's. I feel to me, it scores very low. It's because it's it's a longer movie, and it needs it needed to be longer to be good. Now, and it's crazy for me to say that, but <laughs> the the romantic uh, storyline uh, between Keaton and uh, Pfeiffer there um, needed to be longer. It need we needed to flush that out more. There wasn't enough time for it. Yeah, and I I just feel that it. it, it Chunked along a little too slowly. I don't know. It's a good movie.
0: It's a great but film. But it's
1: not as good as you remember. I, I remember it, that. And that's and I, the definition of the article.
0: When um, we did that, I feel like I, we said what we said, and then I went back and thought about it a lot. And I was like, were we too harsh on this movie? And I would say, no, it's a great film, and it's a great movie. But in terms of which one I'm going to rewatch, I'm always going to watch of the Burton films, 89. So yeah. I don't think it's a winner for me on this because I still would watch it again. It's not like, yeah. oh, I'm good now. But I mm-hmm. think I learned more about my thoughts on that movie yeah. than what I thought before we watched mm-hmm. it. What what else do you see on here that stands out to you?
1: Well, Invincible is, you know, especially at both of us are, are Philadelphia Eagles fans. Go Birds. Go birds. Um, <laughs> but even still, I mean, that's, this is a movie, you always, you're always, when you're growing up, you're like, oh man, why can't the baseball movie or the football movie be about my team, mm-hmm. right? We got it and we're like, eh wasn't very good was it <laughs>
0: you would you watch the philadelphia <laughs> eagles kicking garbage kicking phenomenon over that i think we said we would
1: another but another another movie that's you can't find it on streaming it's a disney movie but it's not a disney plus there's a Leave reason in the past there's, there's a reason for it <laughs> no yeah it just it was kind of a bland movie right it wasn't just yeah mark Wahlberg kind of phoning it in a little bit he did all right michael McKean, uh not michael mckeon uh, who played dick for meal what's his name uh greg kinnear Greg Kinnear. I, I always, I mix up Greg Kinnear and Michael McKeon. Like <laughs> they look completely different from each Michael other. Michael Kinnear and Greg McKeon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The same guys, same guys. They did all right, but eh. uh, Johnny DeMonic is kind of a, it's it's a cult movie and people love it and they know it's bad. I it's love fine. it. I love it. Joseph Dolphins in it.
0: It's bad, but I love it.
1: I'm looking at Power Rangers because Power Rangers is a thing, right? Yeah. People hold Power Rangers in high regard, especially nineties kids there's no need to watch this movie anymore. There's zero reason to watch this. It was bad.
0: I See, here's how I feel about this. Like 10 years ago, I might have said, like, I might have agreed with you, like, hard agree. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to disagree, by the way. But I'm going to tell you that I feel like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, I watched it again. I knew it was bad going into it. I wasn't thinking like, oh, maybe this will be good this time. Like, I knew it was bad, so it didn't, It wasn't like, oh, you know, I'll probably never watch this. And there's a nostalgia thing for me about Power Rangers in general. It's not like last year, Three Ninjas. It's like, well, what the hell is Three Ninjas? It's like this stupid movie that sort of exists in a vacuum. But I feel like Power Rangers, the phenomenon is bigger. So it's not as much to me. But I will agree with you on this. I would probably vote for this one too or Invincible because I feel like you're right. You probably don't need to watch that again. But I would tell you, I probably will watch Power Rangers again before I watch
1: Invincible. I don't opposite, know. opposite, you are, but really, both of them are dead to me. Yeah, but um, <laughs> they're done, you're done. Yeah, I, I, I we got to give it to the power. Rangers All right, I'll get, we, yeah, it's, we it's, could do it. It's the worst movie and it's the most nostalgic movie, fair um, enough, of of the group. And but not to say, people, please listen to our episode on Mighty More Power Rangers. It, it, we, do, we do a deep dive into what it was like to be a kid in the phenomenon where Drew yep. was a big fan and I was not. I thought it was a great conversation. Yeah. So
0: I had fun with that one. I, yeah. I like it. So yeah. okay. Well, all right. So so that we're giving it to oh, Power Rangers.
1: And, and by the way, before we move on that, uh since we've done that episode, uh unfortunately Tommy had passed away. So rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, rest Tommy. in peace. Jason you know his, Frank. Yeah, there you go. His yeah. name I didn't know his name.
0: I have a lot of thoughts on that, but we don't have yeah. enough time for it. But man, green, that is...
1: Uh, rest in peace, Green Ranger slash White Ranger.
0: Definitely. That's uh that's a sad one. So yeah.
1: anyway. Act, so uh, number three. So moving on, a favorite of ours, the Nick Cage Acting Clinic Award slash Raul Julia Memorial Acting Clinic Award. I think we had to um, rename it yeah, this year, the, didn't we? The M. Bison. So the bison goes to Drew. Uh <laughs> last bison. year's winner. Last year's winner was Raul Julia and Bison, who was just way too good for the role uh that he was given. So this this acting clinic award goes to the the actor who was better than the movie itself that he was in.
0: It's the opposite of can't we get someone yes. better.
1: Yes. So we got Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, Marvin Harry, Home Alone, with The Wet Bandits, right? It's a great one. Uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin in Batman Returns. He just knocked it out of the park. That's a great one. Johnny Five, Short Circuit 2. I mean, the voice actor, you can, get, you can get no better. Jones the Dolphin from Johnny <laughs> DeMonic.
0: <laughs> Does it Even count if it's
1: not a real actor? It's not a, neither was Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, no but matter. there was, well, I guess you're right. It's, there's some operator. <laughs> there's an operator and, and a hell of a job. Hell of a job. So Paul Freeman, Ivan Ooze, again, for Mighty Noon Power Rangers. That's a good one. He took it way too seriously. Took That's a good too, one. There was too much shit on his face, and he still <laughs> acted his ass off. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the nominees. I mean, all mention goes to Tom Hanks, because he was probably the best actor of any movie we did in big as Josh Baskins. It's
0: also too good of a movie, It's I too good,
1: so we couldn't give him the award. Yeah, couldn't, it's, couldn't it's, it's it. not even fair. Had to be mentioned, though. So uh, who's first that's jumping out to you? Man,
0: this is a hard one. Let me tell you, this is the hardest one yet.
1: Yeah, let me do it once again. Uh, The Wet Bandits, uh, The Penguin, Danny DeVito, Johnny Five, Jones the Dolphin, or Ivan Ooze, Paul (laughs) Freeman.
0: I mean, I want to say Ivan Ooze because that guy, it's just like Raul Julia, right? Like this guy was in a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. He had no business being as
1: good as he was. He didn't have to be good. He didn't have to try that hard.
0: He stole the show. And I feel Ivan Ooze made that movie and he was so ridiculous. Yeah. However, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci are just so good, and without that movie, that movie is nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah, we it's talked the sum about some of that. its parts. Yeah,
1: we talked about it. It's not all traps. It's it's about who's getting the traps put on them, and it's about the casing of the yes. joint. And yeah, I mean, if we're just talking about acting on itself, I mean, I'm Macaulay Culkin's six, eight, I don't know.
0: You, but you also talk about having too much stuff on the Penguin. Danny DeVito yeah. was in like a fat suit, like yeah. he. And he, he he was the penguin to me. Yeah, uh, man, this true. is a really hard one. I, I want to say Ivan Ooze just because of what the movie was and how ridiculous the performance was. Like, listen, Batman Returns is a serious movie. Power Rangers mm-hmm. is like a kind of a joke of a movie. I still liked it. But that guy, yeah. Paul Freeman, knocked it out of the park. I don't know, man. This is hard. I, I want to um, hear what you think first.
1: Uh, I'm leaning toward Jones a Dolphin, personally, but... <laughs> No. In all seriousness though, Johnny Five, the, the, the way the voice actor plays him with such like yes. just con- confusion it's sad when you know when basically hate crimes are being done to him. Yeah. And he's like, he's just met with confusion. Like, why are you doing this to me? Like it really gets gets you the heart. It really you gets feel you in the it, heart. Man. But my uh my gut is leaning towards Danny DeVito. You think so? Yeah.
0: I think I'm okay with it I, because I of can, what it was.
1: Yeah. I can lean, but I can lean towards the light bandits as well. Yeah, I can be so, you, so
0: you're you're removing Ivanu's. You're just taking. Yeah. off.
1: I can't give up the movie. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, the movie's too bad. I can't. It's, it's worse than Street Fighter. That you know, he wasn't it's as a, good. He wasn't as good as Raul Julia, and yeah. the movie's worse than Street Fighter.
0: He didn't have stomach cancer while he was filming this. Like right. lit, literally right. dying of yeah. of cancer. Yep. I, I'm I'm thinking that we should go Danny DeVito just because of mm. it's an iconic performance and. I mean, so is the Wet Bandits, but they didn't have prosthetics and things. And I feel like yeah. he turned into the Penguin. Like, it looked like a mm-hmm. person. And I feel yeah. like that's probably what Fair. I would vote for, but I don't know. Let's, I'll let's, let you make final let's call. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in. David
1: Vito gets the win. All, All
0: right. right. I think that's that's a good one. And 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 he was – that's an all-timer performance. You know, we yeah. talk about the movie itself. We talk about that in the episode. Go back and listen to it. Episode 97. So, okay. All right. Number four. Um so this is the Wayne Campbell Can't We Get Somebody Better Mail It In Award. <laughs> love it. Love it. So last year, if you remember, again, go back and listen, but this was George Clooney, like ran away with this category. He was he was his didn't give a crap. Batman Bruce Wayne. Like, I'm just sitting on my chair collecting my paycheck. Didn't really care about yep. his thing from Batman and Robin. This is this is a fun one, all right? Yeah, so so yeah, once again,
1: if you to describe to the people, it's either the worst actor or the actor that least gave a shit. Yes. In a movie.
0: And it's like, it It, it kind of affects the movie in some ways where it's like, mm-hmm. man, it, it's kind of, can't we get somebody better? Like Charlton yeah. Heston in, in Wings World 2. That's exactly so. it. All right. So got first one. Ashton Kutcher as mm. Evan, don't call him, Event Treeborn. <laughs> From the butterfly effect. It's kind of it. weird casting.
1: I hate that name.
0: <laughs> Danny Glover as Michael Harrington in Predator mm-hmm. 2. Even though we delete Lethal Weapon, this yeah. is Predator 2. Strong. Because he kind of choice. just didn't really care. Then you got Mark Wahlberg as Vince Papali from Invincible, which is just a weird casting. Mm-hmm. And then Gerard Butler as Jake Lawson in Geostorm. Strong. And then. This one you're gonna to have to explain this one here, which you'll do better than me. But the John John Hurd as Peter yeah. McAllister from Home Alone. So before yeah. we even talk about those, tell people why you put him on this list.
1: So Hurd's on the list strictly because of his of his Pepsi spilling abilities or, <laughs> or lack thereof. It's such a bad job at spilling the Pepsi on the pizza that it's like can, like he should have demanded a second take. Right? <laughs> they don't have time for that. What if they didn't have the pizza for that? Like John, <laughs> you just spilled it on the pizza. We don't have extra pizza. <laughs> So we just got to roll with it, it's and like, he knows he did a bad job. What if it? What if it ate him up to the day he died?
0: Yeah, he that, he's thought about it every yeah. day. Like God,
1: damn, he can't I I have a chance. He can't watch Home Alone. He couldn't watch Home Alone uh, anymore because, like, he knew that he screwed up that that uh, that spill that spill job.
0: I just need another shot. Yeah. I need another shot at this. <laughs> you know, you talk about breaking immersion in a movie. Yeah. Like that took me out of the movie. And yeah. I know it's like, this is the kind of stuff that we talk about in the last row podcast. When they say, mm-hmm. what's your podcast about? We talk yeah. about spilling Pepsi on a pizza yeah. and the yep. acting job of that. Does, so yep. who, who, are you, who are you gravitating towards in this?
1: This is a tough one because they all deserve it, right? I mean, yeah. John Hurt's kind of a joke, but like the rest of them, they all deserve it. Uh, Ashton Kutcher's trying. <laughs> so I tried. feel like I can't, I can't give it to him. You
0: can't do it. Yeah, There's one that speaks to me, but I want to see yeah. if you
1: get it. I, I'm leaning Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yeah. He just walked into the room and was like, what are we doing? Geostorm? All right. <laughs> Dutch boy? Yeah, I built that. Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> his accent threw me off
0: in that. Yeah. They should have just let him have the, his regular, mm-hmm. normal speaking voice. I don't know why yeah. he insisted the American accent.
1: Mm-hmm. Now it's funny because Gerard Butler, I've known nothing about uh, Gerard Butler, Butler's personality or his views on politics or, or current events or all that. But to me, Gerard Butler seems like the kind of guy that is like anti global warming. Like he doesn't believe he doesn't believe <laughs> it so? doesn't believe it exists. So it's like he said he'd do the movie. Then he read the script. It's like, what? <laughs> what kind <laughs> of leftist propaganda bullshit is this? <laughs> even though he's not even, you know, an American. But uh, yeah, don't, don't here, sue us, please. Neither, neither here nor there. Don't, don't sue us. Yeah. Where's Gerard Butler from? Is he, what is he? like? Uh, I think Irish? he's from,
0: he's, uh, is he Irish I think something? he's Scottish. I Scottish, think, yeah. I believe, but I could yeah. be wrong. This is how yeah. bad
1: we are on the I show. I kind of like Butler. What do you think?
0: That's who I, I want to go with, but I'll tell you my honorable mention or second place silver trophy award goes to Mark Wahlberg in Invincible. It's not trying, and I don't think he? he's like bad, mm. but it just, it's Mark Wahlberg as Vince Papali. And like, he, it's just a weird casting for so, me. Like, I don't know.
1: Here's my defense of, of of and I don't I don't know if we touched on this on on the invincible episode or not. Maybe Mark Wahlberg is like just going method here and like he studied Vince Papale, met him and all that. And what if Papale is just a boring dude? And he played like, the role so monotone, up. so monotone that it was like, oh, like Mark Wahlberg's not really trying. He's just kind of like saying his lines, you know, without any kind of emotion. But what if he's just doing Papale? Yeah,
0: he he was he was fine. Like I think. Gerard Butler was just worse. So I feel like I, I won't fight it, but I agree with you. Maybe that's what it was. And to your point, Kutcher tried, but it's just like a weird casting. And, and Danny Glover is kind of a joke too, because I, I liked him in that. Like, it's just a weird miscast. Like yeah. they played him as, you know, Roger Murtaugh in Predator movie. And it was just like kind of yeah. weird. And, so. and I've
1: been, I've been on record on this podcast multiple times as it asking is Danny Glover. He's not that good. Is he? No, <laughs> I feel like he's <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. overrated. Uh, you know, uh, he's good in some dramatic roles. But True. it's funny that is that his most popular character is Murtall when I don't he's not I don't see him as a as an action star.
0: I feel like we gotta go with Gerard Butler and yeah. look, it's nothing against him, mm-hmm. but in this movie and this performance, can not we just get somebody better? Yeah. I mean, it's a bad movie.
1: It it's an enjoyably bad movie, and he makes it worse by being in it.
0: Like imagine if Tom Cruise was in that movie. Don't you think it would yeah. instantly
1: oh. be better? Sure, sure, sure. I and I'm I
0: I didn't dislike that movie by the way for the record no, i actually fun. really liked it i think i said that on the air it was fun I, I hated
1: day. it and then you talked me into liking it
0: yeah i then I, really I, realized liked I liked that movie it. yeah i thought it was fun so yeah. anyway okay so you, you're up i think next right okay
1: yep so uh with very very popular terry silver villain of the year yeah. award very big on this podcast with our patented skill um last year's winner was sharon stone for kathleen Tremell and that's basic a strong one. so this is your basic best villain you know, this is your classic MTV Movie Award Best Villain. So we have lots of nominees. We have six. Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Um, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci together as the Wet Bandits. Peter Green as Dorian in The Mask, Dark Horse That's Candidate. That's a Dark Horse, man. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland as David Bowers in The Lost Boys. Michael. Lance Henriksen as Emile Fauchon in Hard Target, another Dark Horse Candidate, but scored yeah. very high on the Valence Scale. And, of course, The Predator, uh, mixture Predator 1 and 2. Um, with honorable mention going to the Terminator who um, just didn't make the cut but it's the Terminator so it's like
0: he's too it's too iconic of a villain like I don't Mm -hmm. know you just kind of can't put him in
1: and and I feel like the same way about the Predator if we're going to start it off I feel, like, I, don't, I feel like I don't want to give it to him just because it's the, the freaking Predator. He's too good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, too good, too good. But I, and
0: we're, and we're not, just for the record, we're not going to base it strictly off of the villain score. Like, we scored them. If you want to hear what the scores were, we can mention them, but you can also go back and listen to the actual breakdown of the villain scores on our patented Last Row podcast villain scale, yeah. you know? But, but I think it, it's a factor,
1: but it's not. They're, they're all in, in the upper quarter. Yes. So they're, they're in the top uh, 25 percentile. Of the villain skill final scores. Yeah, All I think the nights. lowest
0: we had was a twelve with his, yeah. which is the Wet Bandits,
1: which is so. which is a, which is a, an above average score, twelve out of twenty.
0: I feel like I'll just say this: I don't think I can give Danny DeVito two two winnings or two awards no, on the show. That's so, not fair.
1: That's not fair to him. But
0: I feel like the Penguins pretty strong. Yeah. But what? I mean, really, was he really that good though? Like he 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 died. He ran for mayor. I mean, come yeah. on. Like I don't. I mean, it was a political plot, but he was a I mean, political I, pawn.
1: Lot, I, there's, I, mean, I mean, there's a lot of similarities in the art imitating I know. life. You know, but light, I, life imitating art, in this case, you know, but, retroactively.
0: But do you really feel like he's better than like the Wet Bandits? I know their yeah. score isn't as high, but when you mm-hmm. talk about Villain of the Year, like that's yeah. iconic to me. But yeah. I got to be honest, man. I kind of like Dorian here from yeah. The Mask.
1: So here's the thing. Emile Falchon is so underrated. Like Hard Target is probably like the least popular movie of all the movies we have on this list here. But people, if you want to see a badass villain fight Jean-Claude Van Damme, Hard Target's the movie. But I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer, He's so great.
0: but Kiefer,
1: Kiefer scored the highest of everyone on the He's list. He's good too. As, as David Powers. But again, I'm not really going to give it to him because there was also some kind of... Argument as to is he really the final boss of that movie, even though it's bullshit that you know, there's an extra yeah. guy, well, screw him. But I'm not going to give it to him. So, yeah, I'm between the Wet Bandits and, and Dorian from The Mask. Dorian is an underrated villain, power hungry, gets a hold of the mask, super villain. I don't know. It was fun to watch.
0: He didn't have the mask long enough, in yeah. my opinion. I wish he had it. I, knew, I wish Son of the Mask, I wish he was, maybe he was in that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I never saw it. But yeah, I, you know, he did die by getting flushed down a toilet, though. So that, I don't know if that takes yeah. anything away.
1: When well, we had questions about the plumbing, you know, the, the, right. does, the does the fake plumbing go all the way down? Where we don't is know. He right but I, I, I like that Dorian had that question of is he the final boss? He had a boss yeah. in the mob world, but he killed him. He overtook him. Right. And that's like, that's a, that's a baller move. And that guy had a ponytail too. So, yeah, he ponytail. the guy you beat a ponytail guy. Sure, but the Wet Bandits. I mean, yeah. that, that you talk about talk about classics.
0: I feel like they got to get it. I I don't know. But what do you so what do you say about the Penguin though? So you're taking him off the list too because I I feel like I would vote for the Wet Bandits if I had to pick one, you had a gun to my head. Obviously yeah. Predator is too good in my opinion. I agree with him. hes it's too iconic.
1: Yeah, I mean and, and then they're going they're going after an 8-year-old, so it's like they get bonus points for for trying to go after a right. kid, right? So yeah, I, I I would I would be comfortable with the wet bandits. Okay,
0: I think I think we should put them yeah. now. Listen again, we'll put the listeners pull out here. You guys tell us what you think. Obviously, you might disagree with us, and that's okay. But I feel like no, the wet not. bandits are are so iconic. <laughs> that he's going to pick okay. a bone with you. Yeah. So I, I think I'm comfortable doing that. Catherine Tremell was a really strong villain from last year, but how are you not going to yeah. give it to the wet Stone bandits? Cold. Stone cold bitch. So okay, <laughs> my favorite. Mm. This might be my favorite category of the yes. show. Yes. So this is award number six. Peter McAllister, worst father of the year. Famously last year, Roger's dad <laughs> leaving his kid in the literal dust <laughs> with a motorcycle in his in his face, telling him the worst possible team that you could ever imagine winning a, a pennant. When they win, that's when I'll come back and be your dad. Damn, like
1: it's cold blooded.
0: That is like the yeah. worst possible father you mm. could you could ever then, imagine. So.
1: And not to harp on it on Roger's dad, but we we considered changing the name of the award to the Rogers Dad yeah. worst Father of the Year Award. Just imagine, most had deadbeat dads in movies. At least like there's a single mom involved, right? He's a deadbeat dad who's leaving his kid to be in foster care. Yes, he's, and he can't comes be and bothered. visits him.
0: He can't be bothered. Is that even to, legally okay? Like I, I mean, yeah. I guess it is, but man, he's unfit. He's unfit. It's pretty bad, and go cool. the, f- that's, the that's fact that year. he picked the worst team, you know, I know I know we't have to go into it. Go back and listen to our debate from last year. Check out the Angels in the Outfield episode again. It's on our our catalog. But let's go through the nominees. This might be unfair, but we'll just have to go through this. Well, the first nominee is the name of the person who the award the is named after, literally the man himself Peter McAllister, John played by John Hurd from home alone. I don't know. Maybe he wins his own award here. We'll see. then you got. Paul Rubens, who plays the penguin's father, who similarly mm-hmm. throws his kid down a like a mm-hmm. sewer, basically, from Batman yes. Returns. Yes. Who's also rich. Uh you got Neil Prescott, played by uh Lawrence Hecht. I don't know how to, if I'm pronouncing that right. Sidney's dad matter. from Scream. Yep. Walter Warner, played by Lane Smith and son-in-law. And then you got again Gerard Butler, Jake Lawson from Geostorm. Mm-hmm. What what is what is this award what, calling you?
1: What, what, what I like about you? the nominees is they're all different types of bad dads. Yes. So should we it's go a through variety. it real quick? Yeah. So Peter McAllister left his eight-year-old son home alone, uh, going on vacation. Could be worse. Yeah, that, that's something, you know, he also is bad at spilling Pepsi. Um, <laughs> one would argue he, it's almost his fault that the commotion got out of control, the fight that lost the plane ticket that guy yeah. got Kevin left home.
0: They thought it was the milk, yeah. but it was really the Pepsi.
1: Yeah. Paul Rubens as uh, Penguin's father, bit part, left his newborn to be raised by the sewers. Yeah. You know? Neil Prescott, Sydney's dad, on the anniversary of his wife, his daughter's mother's uh, anniversary death, he's going on a business trip, Drew.
0: Got to get your mind off of it, you know?
1: you know? He's leaving his daughter alone during the one-year anniversary of her mother dying. While there was murders happening, that's too, bad. Wasn't that's it? bad, Dad. That's bad, Dad. It's pretty oh, yeah. bad. And there, was a, and there was just a murder going on. It's a guy on a yeah. loose. Yeah. He had to get out of there. He didn't want to die. Walter Warner, Lane Smith, and son-in-law is your classic bumbling, stumbling, fumbling, uh, just bad father, but not really evil. Just kind of like you can't date my daughter, bad guy.
0: I would argue he's he's not a bad father, but that's a whole another debate for a different you, uh, day.
1: Are you saying that like you you, know, you may become?
0: No, I don't endorse Walter methods, Warner one day, but I think maybe? he cared. I mean, he didn't you,
1: take her out of school. He let her go to school. Would you? Would you ever in your daughter's life? For forbid forebode for forbid forbade forbade forbidden a boy from dating your daughter because quote-unquote he's not good enough for you i i don't know maybe i want to <laughs> say depends, i won't depends on if <laughs> depends on if he's not good enough
0: i want to say i won't but <laughs> this, i don't know who this, this
1: kid that 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 your daughter's bringing home he's a criminal he's he's up to no good i don't
0: know who this person is or isn't he's
1: he's, he's got a leather jacket he, he rides a motorcycle <laughs> Or is he sure He's like Stay a, away from stay away from my daughter.
0: I, I don't know. And your daughter I, goes, but I love
1: him, dad. <laughs> That's not you? Is that you? I,
0: not that I want to be. I don't uh, want to be that okay. dad. We'll but I'll we'll say see. I think Lane Smith had good intentions.
1: You know what? Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. We'll Too see. Soon. We'll All see right. in, 10, in 10 years, we'll see.
0: All right. Gerard and, Butler. Sorry, I and, didn't mean to cut and, you off.
1: I'm sorry. No, I cut myself off. My bad. And Gerard Butler just abandoned his daughter and went to space without telling her. And
0: and was going to kill himself, right? Yeah. And said, yeah. oh, it's tell my daughter goodbye.
1: Yeah. And that might have been the last time, and he just went to space.
0: But I don't know if that's a product of his acting. And maybe Jake Lawson mm-hmm. and, and George Butler didn't act like he cared about his daughter enough. Maybe yeah. he wasn't really a bad father, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Seemed like he was to me.
1: All right. So, yeah, I read him off, so it's, it's your, your turn here. What's what's your first instinct?
0: I mean, throwing your kid down a sewer, like yeah. in a baby, it was newborn. I get newborn. that he looks a little, yeah. I, I dare I say, different.
1: He's lucky those penguins were so smart.
0: Right. You know, he, I mean, the penguins are probably better parents than him and his wife, but. They were great parents. I mean, that is like, that's really bad. Throwing your kid in a sewer to essentially Mm. die. Yeah. However, Peter McAllister, I mean, they caused that commotion. I mean, he started it. You said, like you said, Mm -hmm. I kind of want to go here, either Paul Rubens because he tried to murder his own child. Or yeah. Gerard Butler because he wanted to go to space and abandon his daughter, which is pretty bad. Like, he got off the planet. That's how far away he went from her. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, he's Roger's dad. He's going to go drive to another city. Like, he literally went to space to mm. avoid his kid, and True. then he almost died. Yeah. That's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. See, I like. I kind of like Neil Prescott. You do? You're going to go away on business. <laughs> her mom is, has, is dead. That's all she's thinking about. The day. It's the anniversary. You're going I, away.
0: Yeah, but like she's got her friends. She's good. No. Like you this, throw this your kid like, in the sewer.
1: This is the type of thing that um, that freaking Arnold from Jingle All the Way like, he would do this. <laughs> he, the Mattress King. He he would go away on business during the anniversary of his son's hypothetical. As long as, long as he comes
0: back with a toy, it's all yeah. good, right?
1: No, yeah, but on the other hand, Peter McAllister not only did he spill the pizza, not only did he leave his son home alone, yeah, on Christmas. He just, the, his attitude, his attitude, Drew, the whole beginning of that movie, he didn't give a shit. Like, no, he was he so not even paying attention care. about any of this.
0: That's the way Kevin is, too, because yeah. of that.
1: He's an absentee father that's there, which sometimes could be more painful. It's pretty bad, isn't it? I mean, he didn't murder yeah.
0: him, but it's pretty the, bad. Uh, yeah.
1: On the other hand, Gerard Butler went to space, <laughs> left his daughter on the planet.
0: This <laughs> is a hard one. Yeah, to die. Like, what if he alone, wasn't successful? Left his
1: daughter alone on the planet to die. I don't know, That's man. pretty bad. Going no, to I space. For, I forget the inner workings of the Dutch boy, but, like, say, like, the, if, if Earth would have ceased to exist because of the geostorm. He's good. Wouldn't, wouldn't they be safe up there on Dutch boy? He <laughs> 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 should have taken her with him. Yeah. Yeah, go, yeah. Safer up there. Even though it turned into a, a, a an emergency because there was foul play. If what? True. But we couldn't predict that at the time. I'll I'll let you pick the winner here
0: because I, oh, I have thoughts on all these, but this is your, I'll give it to you. I mean, this is it's for called,
1: you. it's called the Peter McAllister award. I'm, I'm leaning Peter McAllister. I'm good with it. If you are. Yeah. All right. But, but there's a lot of, murder, a lot of, a lot of good options. A there's lot a lot of bad
0: fathering options. on yeah. our show as yeah. a bad, to get the barometer it's is, just, is breaking.
1: It, I mean, the trope started because like, we didn't even, we didn't plan this. There's no. how many movies have bad fathers in them. It's like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of bad mothers in movies. There's a ton of bad fathers.
0: I don't know if it's one of those things where we we subtly, subconsciously pick these movies. I think you asked me that like 50 yeah. episodes ago, but it, it's become a theme here. And I don't like it, Hollywood. I don't like yeah. it.
1: Oh, and I got a shout out. I just finished season three of Succession. Um, I was out of the loop on Succession. It's a great show, Drew. If you haven't seen it, please watch yeah. it it's on HBO. Brian Cox, bad father of the century. Right. This is the worst father. So you have to watch it. Maybe I need to watch that. Now. I don't even want to spoil how bad of a father he is because he's such a bad father. He's a manipulative <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> and he, claimed, he claims love. I mean, it's, it's really good. It's really good bad fathering. On to best line of the year, Drew. This is just the best line. Mm. You know, it's, a, it's tough to choose. There's a lot of good lines. You know, we try. We try to pick the best ones. So we have six here. Last year's winner was Raul Julia as M. Bison. The whole Tuesday speech—it's iconic. Shall I do it? I'll do it for you. you. Do it, please. For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. (laughs) Doesn't get much better than that.
0: And we joke like this line has infiltrated our daily lives. I mean, we should call it the
1: Tuesday best line of the year. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, let's let's rename that. This is the.
0: It it was Tuesday
1: best line of the year. It it was Tuesday best line of the year. Um, I'm changing the category right now. All right, so your nominees are Josh Baskins, uh, Tom Hanks, and Big. Just simply, I don't get it. I don't get it. Which has turned into the, a staple of our show. Yes. Um, David Powers, uh, as Southern and Lost Boys. Michael. 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 Michael? Michael. Michael! So just the amount of times he screams Michael, it's like, that's, of course, it's a lie. This is
0: super cut on YouTube it's of that, line. by the way. You need to yeah. check it
1: out. Ice-T as J-Bone and Johnny Demonic. <laughs> We gotta loop it through Jones. Once we loop it through Jones, Jones will get it, and then once Jones is looped through, we'll Jones will loop it will have We'll loop it through him again. You gotta, gotta loop it through, it through Jones. I don't, I didn't remember anything about Johnny Mnemonic after I watched it. It was fine. It wasn't my favorite, but one thing I do remember is that you gotta loop it through Jones. I
0: feel like I tortured you by making you watch that movie. Like I felt bad after we did it, and it's I was, like, oh man.
1: Honestly, I was intimidated by it because I knew it was confusing and it made no sense, and I, and I was right. It was I had a and and it made no sense. that one. I still no.
0: on the record love that movie.
1: It was fun. It was fine. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. I mean, there's a ton. I mean, obviously Terminator, but our favorite Sarah Connor. Yes, yes. That's that is my favorite one. Just look, looking up Sarah Connor's in the phone book. You got to do it. That's how you find her. <laughs> and uh, Matthew Lillard in, as Stu in Scream. You hit me with a phone, you dick. And my mom is gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> Personal favorite of mine. I might vote for that Great one. one. And then lastly, again, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> so I mean, how do you choose? I mean, what do you what are you what are you thinking? What are you thinking there?
0: I the fir- I mean, the first one is is definitely the
1: best. I don't get it. I think so. I think so too. I kind of like. I don't get it. It's simple. It's effective. You can use it in everyday life. We use it almost every time. On every every episode on the podcast.
0: I love Michael though, just because of how ridiculous it is. But Michael, for lack of a better choice, I'm You're going moving. with. I don't get it. It's got to be Josh. But
1: you also got to loop it through Jones though.
0: Can't I mean, forget. but I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. But I
1: don't get it. But yeah, but, but I, don't I don't get it. it. Don't it's get like it. we yeah. should
0: have a super cut of of him saying, like when he's talking about looping it through Jones, but he doesn't yeah. get it. And I feel like Keanu Reeves didn't get it. Like I Just I the, feel like that is the best yeah,
1: one. The meek hand raise. I don't get it.
0: They're all good. They're all yeah. good. And there's so yeah. many, right? Like we did a lot of action yeah. movies this year and there's tons of one liners, but I feel like for for yeah. my choice, it's gotta be I don't get it yeah. by Tom and, Hanks.
1: And the Stu Stu one gets bonus points because it was added by Matthew Lillard, Right. was not in the script. I love that. But yeah, it's I don't get it. Because we use it too much.
0: I, I think it's harder to get better than that, in my opinion. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, cool. So then let's see. Let's number eight. Man, this is a good one. So we are up to the Fifty Shades of Grey Worst On-Screen, on-screen Chemistry Award. Now, last year, we had a runaway winner here. This was Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman as Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Chase Meridian in Batman yes. Forever. And that was just what an awkward pair of, of actors and actresses here. But this year we got some good nominees. So I'll start this year with Jake Taylor and Rene Russo from Major League. That's a, just mm-hmm. a weird couple. Mm-hmm. Then you have, have actually like terrible off-screen chemistry between Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon for Four Christmases. Yes. We yes, just did yes. that one a couple episodes ago. Basically got, a married couple. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich. Skeet. As uh, Sydney and I'm gonna, I forgot his name already. Here we are, <laughs> Scream. Billy, 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 Billy Loomis. Loomis. Right, yeah. How do I forget that? Mm-hmm. And then you got Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Perkins from Big. Yeah. Now I don't know if that's bad chemistry or just great acting, but that's that's a tough yeah. one. Wh- which mm-hmm. one are you gravitating towards? Because these yeah. are tough.
1: I think I think Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Perkins is 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 just is just good acting.
0: It's good acting, yeah. right? He doesn't know what a boob is, so he's
1: yeah. I, I'm, I'm tempted to go with Jake Taylor and Renee Rousseau. Yeah. Me too. Because they just flat out, like, I don't see it. I don't see it. It's just weird. Yeah, forget about their character stories or or how they act. Just look at the two together. I just don't see it.
0: I feel like, you know, there's not a ton of debate on this one because I feel like they just didn't work well together. Mm -hmm. I think the second place one to me is is Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon because I also felt like they were just not a good match. Yeah. But I felt like the jokes had kept it enough. But right. I would say Jake Taylor and Rene Russo, but it's a close one for me. I think Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon
1: is a real close second in my opinion. But are we,
0: are we giving it to Jake Taylor and, I think and Rene, Rene I think, Russo?
1: Yep. I think Major League's the, the runaway winner here.
0: I, should I say Tom Berenger and Rene Russo? Why am I saying Jake Taylor and Rene yeah. Russo? I put the actress name and then the <laughs> the character
1: yeah. name. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Tom Berenger and Rene Russo. I mean, Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich, they kind of like their personalities didn't really mix. But on the other hand, it's high school and two, two hot people just being together makes yeah. sense. In the
0: '90s too, yeah, it's in the like, '90s, yeah, It's just instantly nobody like had this, chemistry in that movie.
1: In, in, in real life, like that could be a high school couple, even though their personalities don't really. Mix. Right, I agree with that. Yeah. So our ninth category, best supporting actor slash best that guy performance, my second favorite category. Yeah. Um, last year's winner was Bill Paxton as Simon in True Lies, which is just just a masterclass. He's, he's got a little dick. Of, of it's that pathetic. guy. Yeah, it's, it's Bill pathetic. Paxton. Bill Paxton is that guy. So. <laughs> or was is he still alive? Did he die? He, he died, died right? too. Yeah, he RP, died, right? man. Yeah, was such a beast, man. Man, we're losing, losing him. This, this is bad here. Yeah, we're losing them all. Uh, Michael McKeon as Fred Ritter in Short Circuit 2. Strong. All, another another strong that guy, just in, in any great. movie he's in. Arnold Vosloo as Peek Van Cleef in oh. Hard, Hard Target. Maybe the best sub-voss that we've seen on yes. the last podcast, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Alan Covert as Sammy and the Wedding Singer. Just, just a great best friend. Milo, Milo the dog in mask.
0: which that's just that's a Dark man's Horse best there. Friend,
1: Man's best friend, Dark Horse, but seriously, I mean he was there for
0: anything. He was that, great.
1: That uh that Jim Carrey needed. And uh Carlos Mencia as Tito. Screw off, Drew. Tito. <laughs> I feel like this
0: this category was like invented for a character like yeah. Tito. I feel yeah, like just, it's just a, really a wacky, good just one. a wacky,
1: then no reason for it to be good, but it works kind of thing. Yeah. And nobody likes Carlos Mencia, but he was great right. in that. And and he was great. great in that. Uh Arnold Avendian goes to goes to Uncle Duvet in, by Wolf, Wilford Brindley in Hard <laughs> Target. <was> <laughs> great, just a great sidekick, man. He was great. Couldn't Uncle make Duvet. the cut. Couldn't make the cut. So man. I don't know. What do you think there?
0: I I'll tell you a couple thoughts that I have. There's this. I mean, this is heavy hitters here, but yeah. this category was created for a guy like Carlos Mencia and an actor like yeah. that. Like Michael McKean is almost too good. He's he. You could argue that he's. Yes, he's a supporting actor, but it's not really a that guy performance. Like when you think about last year, Bill Paxton playing Simon, mm-hmm. it's this like crazy, ridiculous character that's not really the main person in yeah. the movie, but okay. sort of is great. And that's why I also like Sammy from The Wedding Singer too. Pick Van Cleef, hands down, is mm-hmm. like super, super solid. And he was amazing. And I actually wish that he was the main villain. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, man, I'm kind of going towards towards Tito.
1: Okay. See, I, I was about to disagree with you about Michael McKean until you said what I was thinking there. So- Yes, he's too big of a character. I feel to win this award yes. in that movie, but he is a Quint- He is just like Bill Paxton. He's yes. he's a he's a that guy. He is a that guy. But yeah, he's too, too. He's almost the main character uh, uh, alongside Fisher Stevens and of course Johnny Five. Carlos Mencia is Tira t- t- uh, is a is Simon-esque screen time memorable ste- scene stealing I guess a steam stealer is what you would call yeah, it yeah especially right?
0: when he you yeah. know remember the tight ones and all that yeah. like the 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 scene with him in the vhs tape like that yes. is a bill paxton-esque simon mm-hmm. scene
1: yeah i'm, I'm with you I'm, I'm okay with giving it to carlos benzi first World award he's ever won so good for him
0: and i <laughs> i'm not going to take anything away from milo obviously milo is amazing it's just yeah. a dog but i feel like it's gotta it this category is created for a character like Mencia and, sure. and Sammy too. Like, I think he's great too.
1: Let, let me ask you, was Carlos Mencia the first celebrity to get canceled?
0: He might've been
1: because and he got canceled for joke stealing and like he, he disappeared yeah, never he to be seen again. But I
0: think he's, he's doesn't he have some, just some sitcom that he's on or something, isn't is he? he? But he's, is he? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, he was very popular and then you're right. He went away, but he's mm. on like an, I think he's more of an actor now than a, than a comedian, at least whatever what I've
1: seen. I don't know. I've, this is the first time I've heard his name since who knows <laughs> when. So I don't know. Tito. But yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Deserved. Deserved win. All right.
0: I, I mean, it's a tough one. I, I definitely want yeah. to know what you guys think. Let us know. The last repockets at gmail.com. Plug there. Yep. All right. Number 10. So this is the Chet Stedman's squeaky clean washed up award. Also, I guess we got to call this, as we said last year, the Mel Clark Memorial Award. Yeah.
1: Rest of peace, Mel Clark. He,
0: he was so washed up that he died. He died. That's <laughs> that's how washed up he was. He was so, so washed that he died. Uh, RIP, Mel Clark. Angel so in the outfield yeah. himself. So, so who's too,
1: who's too old for this shit? Or who was yeah. too old for this shit last year?
0: Yeah. Like, so we got a couple, a couple good ones here. So we got Lieutenant Murtaugh played by Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. You it's got solid. Jake Taylor, another very much a mm. Chet Steadman slash Mel Clark. Tom Berenger yeah. might have an unfair advantage here. Major these League.
1: baseball, these baseball movies.
0: Then you got Event Reborn. Evan Treeborn, Ashton mm. Kutcher, who, the final form of the him. Final form, the final form is, of him. <laughs> is,
1: if you know, you know. And then, and
0: then you got, you did this one, uh, you got Steven Seagal as Oren Boyd in Exit Wounds. And last yes. year's winner was was Mel Clark, right? So we we, we already said that. Yep. What are you thinking here?
1: Yeah, the reason why I put Steven Seagal in was because, not because of the character so much, uh, Oren Boyd was washed up, because he was pretty badass in that movie but because that was Steven theophilus's last good movie it was over his career finished the second they wrapped on that movie
0: he kept making movies but his career was yeah, over yeah
1: his career was over he went direct he went direct to dvd direct to on demand to the point he got i mean he was pretty fat in this movie but they hit it well yeah he just let himself go he was also bald the, yeah, too After but this, he had oh, the, yeah the hairpiece yeah. right we had the a whole story about that the, the spray whatever the hell he had <laughs>
0: Is that the one where he walked out into the houseboat into the water?
1: <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Arnold told that story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Go back and listen to our yeah. our episode. So, That's uh, one Seagal of my might, stories.
1: Seagal might win it just because it's the end of an era, right? Um, Evan Treborn. I mean, he goes through so many iterations in this movie of himself trying to fix the past that he just he morphs himself. He's just washed up to the point where his brain is mush. He's a he's a paraplegic. He lost and, all his uh, limbs. quadriplegic, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just a shell of his former self. Um, his brain melts. Lieutenant Mertzall, he is a self-described too old for this shit, squeaky clean, washed up, because he just says it throughout the movie, he's too old for this shit. And then you got Jake Taylor. It's like, I feel like baseball players have an advantage in this category. <laughs> That's
0: why I want to vote for him.
1: He's got no knees. His knees are shot. He can't run.
0: He's a catcher.
1: I mean, he's just living in the ice tub, ice bags on his knees. I'm 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 leaning towards Jay Taylor. I don't it's know. gotta
0: be Taylor. It's gotta yeah. be Taylor. Even I though mean, he
1: shows up again in Major League Two, even more washed up. But he's
0: the coach, isn't he? So
1: Oh, uh, that's right. They make him be the coach. Yeah. So yeah. he's
0: so washed that
1: he doesn't play yeah, anymore. He doesn't play because they got Rube. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right.
0: Like we said last year, because wasn't uh not Mel Clark, it was the coach also played yeah. by Danny Glover. He was so washed up that he was coaching too.
1: Mm-hmm. I, right. It's
0: got to be Jake Taylor, right? It's I think it's Jake be. Taylor,
1: yeah.
0: You, you nailed it. I think baseball players, washed baseball players, have a very unfair
1: advantage yeah. in this whole they look, thing. They look the most washed, yes.
0: I mean, Chet Steadman was washed, Bo okay. yeah. Clark was washed, and now Taylor, yeah. he didn't die, but he's he's washed, so okay, yeah.
1: Honorable mention definitely goes to Stephen's goal. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. so okay. Penultimate, penultimate category, movie meltdown, best on-screen meltdown. This is just, uh, you know, Characters throwing tantrums that's tantrum last year's winner was Mark warborg who like you know come on classic tantrum the rock star this is my microphone stand drew
0: i'm glad you get to read these because <laughs> yeah. i feel like you do the best impressions of these like yeah. you do the quotes you got to do these yeah. like, this
1: is my like, microphone stand <laughs> these are my cables uh so adam sandler as robbie hart and the wedding singer His uh Man. somebody somebody kill me please original song
0: that's the definition a lot of a meltdown.
1: That's a meltdown, baby. Uh, another another big meltdown was Ben Stiller as Eddie in Heartbreak Kid. Can you blame him? Just ta, ha, 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 ha. Can you blame I'm sorry, I'm annoying everyone. Mel Gibson as uh, as Riggs in Lethal Weapon when he uh, tries to talk the building jumper into jumping. Come on, let's let's jump. Let's do it. Come on. Man. He's ready to die. He has a death wish. Uh, John Hurd um, as Paul in Big, the return of John Hurd once again. And on the racquetball court, just oh, going dude. ballistic on poor Josh Baskins about the this rules of racquetball. This is the hardest one yet. This is the yeah. hardest one yet. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, returning Mark Wahlberg <laughs> as Vince Vitale <laughs> when he punches holes and kicks holes in his house after, <laughs> his, after his wife left him. <laughs> again, can you blame him? You can, she, left I, the door open. Mean, she left the door open. She left the door open. She took everything. <laughs> she took everything and didn't even close the door in the she way. Took out.
0: all his stuff and left the door open. Yeah, it's a I symbolic probably,
1: gesture. Yeah, I'd punch a hole or two in the wall too if I were him. Man, th- dude,
0: look, this one is the hardest one yet. I mean, these are it's all tough. really good. And and you know, speaking of, we didn't do one, but I want to do Batman eighty nine because I want to do mm. Michael Keaton. Let's get let's get let's nuts because that that's nuts. gonna win that yeah. one. So twenty twenty three, we got to do that. But man, I gotta tell you, like. I kind of want to give it to John Hurd because he mm-hmm. fights him on a racquetball court in a public park and just has a complete meltdown. Give me the ball. You yeah. little shit
1: o- over the balls on the line. The balls on the line. Yeah. Boy, it's, it's, it's not a point.
0: Could you, could you count him spilling the Pepsi as a melt- <laughs> meltdown too? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no, like we cannot. We didn't put Kevin yelling at his family that they all, yeah. he wants them all to disappear too. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go John Hurd here, man. I don't know.
1: Oh man. Uh, I like Ben Stiller. It's a good one. I mean, he's he t- he throws an adult temper tantrum. On, it's a good one <laughs> on that mariachi band. But I can't uh, blame him. I can't blame him. Robbie Hart is great, but it's depressing, and and like you don't blame him. I don't know. Breaking the house. I'm fine is bad too. I'm fine with her. Oh yeah, and, and I mean, really, a violent temper tantrum. I mean, that's a meltdown. A definition of. It's a tough one. This is this might be the hardest decision here we got, Drew.
0: These are I really want to know what people think on this one when yeah. we get the vote
1: out. I, um, I want to see how this goes. Um I'm, I'm leaning towards Ben Stiller. I'd go. I'm, with it. I'm, I'm okay if you want to go with John Hurd. I can go with I'm it. I'm leaning Let, Ben Stiller.
0: Let's let's go Ben Stiller because Just, you convinced me yeah. with the mariachi band because that yeah. is like
1: because he had so much pressure in that movie and it was building.
0: Yeah. Uh, Self imposed. Self imposed. That's an all timer there. Yeah.
1: I feel that's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah.
0: The the final category, as you said here, Steven Seagal best action sequence. Mm. Now, look, this is kind of tough because we did so many action movies this year. This is yeah. a really tough one. We are no doubt going to miss some here. So, uh, sorry in advance, but not sorry. Let's go through some of these. So, you got Short Circuit Two when Johnny Five just gets gets pissed off right
1: at the end <laughs> of the movie. He goes on a rampage, and, love and it. it's love to straight
0: see it. up rampage, which is which is
1: amazing. And can I say the I Need a Hero as the soundtrack it's backdrops perfect. to him? It's just, the, the scene gets me.
0: Where's the Goosebump Award? We didn't get yeah. that one where we get the yep. Goosebumps. Then you got Exit Wounds, the final fight. And what's awesome about this is you got the dueling thing double, with double fight, DMX and and the, and the shotgun. Uh, that's like one of the most iconic scenes there. Yep. And then you got Steven Seagal and Michael Jai White with the sword fight, which is like ridiculous.
1: Yeah, great, great duel fight.
0: And then you got Home Alone, which is the traps. I mean, it's less action, but more sort of action comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But
1: that's iconic. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta mention it.
0: This was a hard one, but we went with hard target and we went with the warehouse final fight, because that's just ridiculous, which reminds me a lot of the sidekicks warehouse fight that we talked yes. about. Go check out our sidekicks episode. And then you got Geostorm which was a tough one. It was a toss up between the ice freezing and then the gas line explosion mm. and the guy causing all the mayhem by not moving, switching yeah. lanes in his him, smart car. Yeah, him in his
1: max speed, 55 mile an hour smart car, just killing everyone <laughs> behind Got him. Everybody because of slow killed
0: speed because he just couldn't get out of the way. You don't, you don't dog it in the left lane people here best get villain. out of the way I
1: mean, that guy was best villain really we got
0: some some honorable mentions we've talked about hard target that movie is just an act it's john Woo, right so it's just an yeah. action clinic there but the one yeah. of the highway standoff and and yeah. van damme on the motorcycle standing there it's our cover art for the episode it's such a good one
1: Could only pick one and we went with a more yeah. fleshed out warehouse fight scene
0: and then you got Lethal Weapon, and these are honorable mentions, by the way. So you got uh, Lethal Weapon, Front Yard Brawl, Heartbreak Kid, the love scene, which is pretty action packed. <laughs> there, <laughs> he's <laughs> he gets his ass kicked, yeah. and then the raid in the beginning of, of the Predator movie. But anyway, yeah. so so what are you what are you thinking here? Because this is a tough one, man. This is a real tough one.
1: So yeah, yeah. I mean, you le- you left out that uh, this is the Steven Seagal best action sequence. Oh and yeah, he, and he won last year. So, That's I right. Mean, the, the namesake lives on, and he's got another for he's the got bar another entry. He's got another entry right here. I forgot so,
0: that. How can I forget the bar fight yeah. from Out for Justice, which was yeah. iconic.
1: Yeah, you know the, the 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 sound design guy should have won an Oscar for the <laughs> of the of the pull cue <laughs> of the, the, the cue ball. No, but um, I mean, I, I first look at the DMX, the shotgun strap, you know, move. Yeah. I can't even describe it. It's so badass. And 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 the, the night and the sword fight. I mean, that might be best fight, but is it best action sequence? No. I don't know. I mean, I love Johnny Five, but really that's kind of a sentimental pick. I don't think it it deserves the winner. I mean, the traps are always up there as a possibility. I I don't know. Call me crazy. I kind of like the Geostorm car chase. I I kind of like the car chase a little bit. It's great.
0: You glossed over hard target. I mean, doesn't Uncle Duvet have like a bow and arrow?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. The the thing is that that is, um, that probably should win. It's the most extended. It should win. It's extended and it's not, Slow paced, it's extended, and we could have done more of it. It's so right? good, it's yeah.
0: so good. But I get your love for the Gasoline line explosion. I mean, Ooh. that guy's just get out of the left lane. Yeah,
1: but it's fair if you want to give it to hard target, sentimental picks, short circuit, and home alone. But they, you know, they're no John Woo. You know,
0: I would, I would give the gas line explosion second place, but I feel like hard mm-hmm. target warehouse fight is just yeah so good. It's like it's up there with the bar fight when you think about yeah. it.
1: It's just hard. We do so many action movies, and like we we could have had you know we could have had twenty you know, nominees.
0: Yeah, I mean we had Predator one and two. Yeah. We didn't even do that. I we I mean there was so many that were yeah. great that I feel like we got to give it to hard. Yeah, target. Yeah, I
1: mean movies. we have Hard Target. We have John Wu. We have John Claude Van Damme, and and we have Falchon as as a top tier villain and and a great sub boss. Um, it all it all came together with a great scene. So you gotta I give I feel it, like, like you got to give it credit. I guess.
0: I think second place to me is, is definitely that Exit Wounds, the, the, the sword fight. I mean, come on. You yeah. talk about Terry Silver and that's the callback to last year's Cobra Kai season. That was pretty yeah. awesome too. And
1: pe- yeah, People, uh, don't sleep on Exit Wounds uh, in your Steven Seagal library because it really is a great movie. DMX is uh, is, is a great actor as well. Lost him too soon. RIP, man. And, and I wish he would have done more acting because in, in his short acting career, he was really good. So yeah, I would definitely check that movie out if it's, if you missed it.
0: So that's that's the last one. Should we recap them? Do you want to just trade off? I'll start with the first one. So sure. let's go back to the beginning. We'll kind of give everybody a, a list of who won. And then again, like I mentioned, we'll put the poll out. You guys can vote for what you want. We'll read it in a future episode. So I'll start with the first one. So we had the Letterboxd. Is it good, but did you like it award? Too too low. And Short Circuit 2 won that
1: one. Yep. Uh, leave it to the past award. Too high. Bad nostalgia. Uh, winner goes to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie.
0: Can't argue that. And then you got the Nicolas Cage, now named the Raul Julia Memorial Acting Clinic Award. Danny DeVito, the Penguin from Batman Returns, won that one at award number three.
1: The Wayne Campbell, Can't We Get Someone Better Than This, <laughs> Mail It In Award. A winner goes to Gerard Butler as Jake Lawson in Geostorm.
0: And then you get the Terry Silvered Villain of the Year Award. Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci, the Wet Bandits from Home Alone, won win that one. Kind of a, a sweep there, but it's, it's a tough one.
1: The Runaway. And and uh, the obvious, Peter McAllister, Worst Fire of the Year Award goes to Peter McAllister. Um, it's not what fair. You, what what could you say?
0: It it's not done. fair. Yeah. And then the it, now the newly named it was Tuesday Best Line of the Year Award it's Josh Baskins. It's already better. <laughs> Josh baskin Tom Hanks and big. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it. Uh number 8, the uh 50 Shades of Grey worst on screen chemistry award winner goes to Jake Taylor and Renee Rousseau in Major League.
0: I goof by not saying Tom Berenger.
1: <laughs> Again, I don't I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, number nine, the supporting actor, best supporting actor, best of that guy performance. We're going to to Tito Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Screw <laughs> off! I'm joking, man.
1: By the way, Carlos Mencia, um, his claim to fame in his stand up was making fun of mentally challenged people. Oh so man, you can't all the more that. reason, all the more reason that he's canceled. You can't. I'm do not that. even. I'm not even going to imitate his. Yeah, you can't. His, uh, do that. Yeah. So that just. Yeah, he's he's done. He's not on another show. I, I question that. Chet Stedman, Squeaky Clean Washed Up Award. The Mel Clark Memorial goes to (laughs) Tom Berger as Jake Taylor in Major League. Got two awards. Two awards for for Tommy. You get to add it to his mantle like you said. Best
0: on-screen movie meltdown, the movie meltdown award. Ben Stiller as Eddie from Heartbreak Kid. The the mariachi reaction which (laughs) again, I can't agree. Cannot disagree with that.
1: And finally, (laughs) the Steven Seagal uh, Best Action Sequence Award goes to Jean Claude Van Damme and company in Hard Target, the final warehouse fight. Man, that
0: was a good one. I, yep. I, phew, man, we, you're right. We, I was thinking about award eleven. John Hurd would have yep. had two awards too here. Another R.I.P. By the way, man, we got just losing them all. Yep. So that was fun, yep. man. That was yeah, really that, fun.
1: That was our pretty much our year interview. So thanks to everybody for uh, for hanging in there with us, and to all our new listeners. I um, hope you enjoyed that uh, little trip down memory lane. If you missed any of these episodes, go back. They're in there. They're in the on the archives. Go for it. And uh, yeah, this was a good time.
0: Before we get out of here, I want to ask you one other question. I asked you this last year. Let's mm. ask you again. What are you looking for the most? I know we're already a month into here, a month into 2023. What are you most looking forward to 2023 for the pod? And what maybe is a movie that you haven't done, not Waterworld, name something else that maybe you want to do this year. What are you thinking?
1: Well, yeah, there's two things that, that stand out to me. One is video content. Um, yep. I think we're going to try to do that this year. Two I, I had this little idea. I ran it by a while back, and I think something we can do is um, is host choice. So yes. maybe I make you watch a movie you don't necessarily feel like watching or, or wouldn't normally watch, and then you you do one to me, kind of like and get perspectives on you know kind of our different tastes in movies, because we do like a lot of the same stuff, but there are certain segments, certain genres that we like I'm more, I'm more of a horror guy than you are, for example. So, and you're more of a space guy than I am. Yep. So maybe, maybe we can meet somewhere and, uh, and you know, we can walk a mile in each other's shoes and see what happens.
0: Should I make Badway watch Star Wars guys? You tell me, should I make him watch Lord of the Rings and (laughs) fantasy?
1: If I'm I'm looking for a nap, please, please (laughs) tell me
0: yeah no i think that's a great idea i think i want to bring back plot fiction or some games i think that's a lot of fun too i know it's a lot of work but hey man chat gpt they they'll write the description for you now so Mm -hmm. but i agree with everything you said i would love to do a little bit more video content for everybody i know people have been asking for it we hear you we definitely hear you subscribe to our youtube channel check it out uh, search for us on YouTube. We put some links in in the website too. Check it out. Definitely subscribe there. We'll be doing some more video stuff, but definitely agree with you. And I think we should do Waterworld. I definitely agree with that. Mm. So anyway, if you guys have any suggestions for us, definitely let us know. The Last Row Podcast at gmail.com. Leave an episode comment on this episode's page. We definitely want you guys to vote and see what you pick for some of these categories. Uh, we'll be back in, in two weeks on Thursday, February 9th, with another new episode for you. And in the meantime, if you haven't left us an Apple Podcast or Spotify review, please consider doing so. We've got a lot of people that have. So thank you to everyone that's taken the time to do that. And we'll see you guys in, in a couple of weeks here.
1: See you. <laughs>
0: that love scene is that that is definitely the best action sequence yeah. of this whole... <laughs> that's still <laughs> earned up <with> the ringer. <laughs> he was so much so that he was all the corner in the bed and shaking.